Hey, this is Mike and Tom from Ballpark Bros. You're listening to another great show on the Four Eyed Radio. Check us all out on FourEyedRadio.com. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. We have a Pokemon-related question that a listener... Yes, we do. And I've been pondering over it for the last hour or so since I saw it. That's sad. (laughs) There's so many good Pokemon, I can't pick just one. I know the names of, like, five Pokemon, so this should be so easy. (laughs) Just pick the one that you like out of those five. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I just wanted to shoot the shit a little bit about everyone losing their minds over Dino Supercharge. (laughs) Yeah, I know what my opinion on it is, even though I still haven't seen it. And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. Hey, it's the Ranger Command Power Hour. It's morphing time. Today on the Power Hour, Extra Episode 22, Rangers Talk, record on November 21st, 2016. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Summer Ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. This extra episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Hello, guys. Hello. If you are listening to this, it is after Thanksgiving. People are in turkey comas at this point. And Not me. I'm at a convention. <laughs> <laughs> because my friends talked me into it again. <laughs> Which convention do you want to... Uh, yeah, I'll be at... Well, I'm at, because this will come out on the Saturday after, I'm at Chicago TARDIS, which is the Chicagoland Doctor Who convention. Excellent. That's awesome. And you got roped into it again. <laughs> yeah, my friend Mary Jo, she's staffed it for like the last 10 odd years, and she loved it when I used to host karaoke at other conventions, so she wants me to host their costume cavalcade. So basically I just go up there and say, and here's so and so cosplaying as the third doctor. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> That's basically what I do while I'm there. Alright, cool. That nice. and eat a lot because the whole thing is catered for staff, so I get sandwiches all weekend. Oh, oh my gosh. That's like a, that's like a dream right there. <laughs> I, want, I want a sandwich. <laughs> I, you could say the word catering in my... Oh. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go to this convention? Nah, it's catered. Well, I should show off. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I hope everyone is enjoying their time with their family. I know in past Thanksgivings, we've done skits and all that other stuff and crossovers, but no, this is just us talking, answering listener questions. I know I have a rant coming up. It's not going to be as epic as that one rant a couple episodes ago, but (laughs) but who knows? (laughs) So let's just get into some of the news that we need to cover. First, Power Rangers Ninja Steel and Movie Toys not only have they been revealed but now they're out in the wild so first through the newly launched rangernation.com bruno from mmpr toys and andre from black nerd comedy released video reviews of the power rangers 2017 interactive megazord the back of this megazord packaging also showed us our first images of the individual zords and i don't know about you guys but I'm not feeling centipede mammoth zord. 
going on here. Yeah, when I first saw the Megazord itself in the full-on, the interactive version, I was very, like, anti. I was like, what the hell is this crap? This looks terrible. And then, like, <laughs> the more I saw of it, it started to grow on me. And I'm like, you know what? Megazord actually looks pretty good. Uh, it's taking a little longer for centipede, mammoth, and and, and tarantula <laughs> triceratops to grow on me. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a little weird, especially considering the other three Zords actually resemble what they're supposed to be. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's just the extra like a, legs that are throwing me off. Hmm? Sorry, is there like a picture somewhere? Of, oh, wait, no, now I see it. I was going to say, is there a picture of just the back of the box? Just saw it. Okay. <laughs> okay, what are your initial reactions? Um, well, you're going to have to bleep this out, but what the f*** is that thing? <laughs> 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 like good good god i understand yeah. this is like some extraterrestrial type stuff but yeah pretty sure mammoths don't have eight legs <laughs> um, i'm assuming it has eight legs oh god it's horrific <laughs> yeah i'm having a hard time really adjusting to this and but then again i mean i've i've been a fan of the show for 23 years you know so i'm i'm ingrained at seeing what they're supposed supposed to be and i get it it's a new take it's a reboot but i don't know i just i'm not feeling the multi-late like everything else about the zords okay cool it's got that yeah. transformers type of look to it i know that they're going with the more alien side of the powers i get that but adding extra legs when there don't need to be stop <laughs> just yeah. stop I yeah, I'm reading the Toku Nation thread right now. Yeah. And someone on there was like, Pterodactyl has no legs, Tyrannosaurus has two, Sabertooth Tiger has four, Triceratops has six, and the Mastodon has eight. <laughs> so does that mean the Dragon Sword will have ten legs? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It's just like a mathematical progression that every Zord... And then, and then the White Tiger Zord is just going to be legs. And we're not gonna... Just legs all over. I want that photoshopped image of a, a White Tiger Zord that's just all legs. <laughs> There's like legs out of its ears and... <laughs> legs out of its mouth, legs out of its tail. <laughs> oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> Really, at this point, I just want to see it on the big screen. I, I want to see the, how they actually combine. Otherwise, the toys really aren't doing it for me. Mm -hmm. Moving on to other toys. Uh, <laughs> our friend ZioRed93 on Twitter was one of the first to find the Ninja Steel and Power Rangers movie products at his local Toys R Us. I found the movie Power Morpher, the Ninja Steel Battle Morpher, the Ninja Steel DX Ninja Star Blade, the Red Ranger Hero Set, and he found the Ninja Star Packs. You can follow him on Twitter. He posted reviews of the different sounds with the Ninja Stars and the Morpher. I don't think they look great. I have the Ninja things, and, and I know we Bandai America always changes things from Japan, but... These look so small and flimsy, and the foam, it's really not doing it for me with these Ninja Stars. Yeah, I agree with you, Eric. I'm not at all interested in collecting anything from the Ninja Steel line. I watched Zia Red's Twitter feed about all this, and he posted some videos of some of the stuff. Yeah. And it just looks just entirely unappealing to me. Now, the movie Morpher, I do want the movie Morpher, because I think that's neat. 
Yes. But the Ninja Steel stuff, as far as I'm concerned, meh. Yeah, I probably won't go for any of it, judging from the looks of it. The only thing that I will get from the Ninja Steel line, absolutely, are the five-inch figures. If Dino Charge toy line was any indication... Uh, we got some amazing villain figures. We're still going to be getting villain figures from Dino Charge uh, coming up with Poissandra. And I really liked what they did with the whole line of figures. They had all the power-ups. My wallet didn't like it, but it was a really good action figure line. I'm actually happy that I'm going to have a substantial break in the toy line that I can take a break from it, maybe focus on some of the movie stuff, on some of the legacy stuff. So I think my wallet will be pretty well saved and I can actually save up, which if you listen to our interview with Jason Bischoff, he kind of hinted that, you know, start saving your money for some things coming up in the future. So yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm not going to focus <laughs> on Ninja Steel. Like I said, I'll just collect the figures. Yeah. Keeping in with a toy theme. I know this isn't necessarily sure. Power Rangers related, but how awesome is that Juo final cube that Bird uses? The, the gold one that they released the toy of? Yeah, I really want to get that one. Yeah, I'm pretty far behind in the series itself. I didn't keep up with watching it as I should have. But mm-hmm. I've been keeping up with the scans, and I did watch the crossover with Gokaiger. I really like the design of Juo Whale, and I've been keeping up with the scans. So I do like the final mech combination with all 10, mm-hmm. and I, I really like the new updated Juo Cube, yeah, which uh, I, I'm going to have to get. If you haven't seen uh, the video of it yet, or the toy demo, the jingle for the morph, it's awesome. I absolutely adore it. So I I definitely think I'm going to get that one at some point, probably after the holidays, because it looks awesome. Very cool, very (laughs) cool. But going back to Ninja Steel, Toku Nation also reported on some of the toys. The Ninja Steel Megazord comprises of five unique Zords, and two were named from the Ninja Star Pack sounds that Zero Red 93. So we've got the Dragon Zord is the blue one, which, I mean, that's borrowing a name from (laughs) someone else. And then the Kodiak Zord, which I guess is supposed to be White Zord, which is a dog. And it's not a breed of dog. It's a haircut style for a dog. Ah. Yeah. So (laughs) I thought it might have been better if they named it like the Husky Zord, because that white dog looks more like a Husky wolf type dog more than anything. Didn't they do that in a past series where like they named the Zord something that it wasn't? And pretended like it was that thing. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Or my... No, I... Yeah. It sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. I, sure I can't think of it, but it, it does sound familiar. Yeah. yeah. But interesting that the chest cockpit will be able to fit any of the standard 5-inch Power Ranger action figures into the mm-hmm. Zorb. Which is actually a, a cool feature. I'll give them that. Yeah. Also released is the Rumble Tusk Megazord, which is a green... <laughs> repaint of the ninja steel megazord but it comes with the elephant zord and the twin battle axes i actually think rumble tusk is a cool name for a megazord yeah that's yeah. pretty cool it's yeah it's pretty unique than or more original than what we've got in the past few years or it's just like mm-hmm. super mega ultra whatever the hell and 
<laughs> I don't know. It's, it just feels more unique. And then finally, we have the Mega Morph Battle Station, which transforms from a Power Star to this cannon battle station with a minifigure. And it can also combine with the Ninja Steel Megazord to form a chess cannon. And to me, that's reminiscent of Super Mega Force slash Gokaiger when the main Megazord had that big chess cannon yeah. coming out of it. So that's pretty cool. I'm not going to get them, but it's cool. <laughs> so moving on, we have the Justice League Power Rangers issue two details. So the second issue will release on February 8th, 2017. The cover and the synopsis you can view on comicvine.com. We'll include a link to that. But the description is, Lost in another dimension, the Power Rangers must face a team unlike they've ever encountered. In a world teeming with godlike heroes and villains as monstrous as Lord Zed, it will take more than superpowers to survive. Can the Power Rangers work with the Justice League to find a way back home? Uh, I can't wait for that series. It's going to be so good. I know. (laughs) And lately, Boom Studios is just killing it with the storylines i really enjoy pink and the main line and i cannot wait for this i'm i'm really yeah. hyped for it this is my favorite team of superheroes with my other favorite team of superheroes this is like somebody reached into my head and said mm, let's make that and, and here we have <laughs> yeah. we have justice league and power rangers teaming up i can't wait for these comics Boom Studios, if you want to send me a copy. No, um, but but, <laughs> but I, I will absolutely be picking these up. This is, an, this is I can't wait. I'm so excited for this series. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. It's, this is like, like you said, it's like two favorite superhero teams combining. Oh. It's like this, it's the stuff of dreams, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And I've always been more of a DC guy than a Marvel guy. Mm-hmm. As cool as something like an Avengers team up would be, this is way better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like DC and Marvel pretty equally, but as a fan of the DC TV series and, and I mean, mm-hmm. I've loved Superman since I, since I was a kid. I mean, how could you not, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. So to see like him teaming up with Jason, it's, it's crazy. I it's mean, this, pretty awesome. Yeah. The, the eight year old me is like, Oh my God. So <laughs> moving on to our last bit of news, which is, Movie-related, an actress named Fiona Vroom has been cast in the Power Rangers movie as a character named Abigail the Yellow Ranger. This is through IMDb. In April 2016, she tweeted, It's been a real pleasure working with this hot lady. Hashtag Power Rangers at Elizabeth Banks. Hashtag Lionsgate. So, if Abigail is a new Yellow Ranger in the Power Rangers movie, she's also a character new to the franchise, I'm wondering if she'll be one of the past rangers that Rita mentions that she's killed before. Maybe. That'd be neat. Yeah. If we get, like, a really cool flashback. That would be awesome. Yeah. I think that would really lend some threatening credence to her whole persona of having killed rangers. If we actually see her kill a ranger or something, like, that would be insanely awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it continues to add to the lore of the franchise, because... You know, Zordon had rangers in the past, and if we're finally seeing one of those rangers, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of questions from our listeners, and we'll get to that in a bit. But there's something that 
I want to talk about. Recently, I mean, this past weekend, as we've recorded, Power Rangers Dino Supercharge ended. The finale aired. We still have the Christmas episode to go, but I haven't caught up. I'm about five episodes behind still, so obviously I'm going to watch those before we review them for the next episode. But I was on Twitter this weekend. I mean, I didn't go anywhere this weekend. It was kind of a chill-at-home type weekend. So I saw everyone's reactions and subsequent meltdown fan Mm -hmm. implosion that I saw this weekend. People were insulting the writers, calling them out, insulting other fans. It was just like blocking and people arguing with each other. And I'm like, is that what we're really all about? Because I really hope it's not. I get it. People are frustrated with the quality of the show lately. I'm one of those people. I'm super frustrated Mm -hmm. with such a lackluster second half to this season. And I ended up watching the final episode without the other four episodes in context. And even I'm kind of like WTF. It's (laughs) There were definite moments in there that left me scratching my head and thinking, just what, what were they thinking? What were the writers thinking with this? This was like so random and strange. And it's just this whole second half of the season has just been a weird roller coaster of like i don't care yeah i haven't been this like apathetic towards a power rangers season since super mega force really <laughs> but even super mega force their finale at least there was a big call towards continuity and you know they were bringing back these past rangers and it was so great to see them even though that was handled Still weirdly, at least we got kind of that epic feel to it. But this season finale was just like, man, you guys really dropped the ball on this. And they did this like twist at the end of the episode. I'm I'm sure a lot of our listeners have already seen it, but we'll definitely talk about this more in the next couple episodes. But there's this twist at the end where it was just like, what? You basically undid all the continuity of the past 23 years with a 10 second shot and it's just so strange and it's one of those things where it's like okay does that mean this season is in a completely different timeline now is this an rpm situation where they're just in a different alternate dimension power rangers hasn't been the greatest lately in the past 10 years of holding on to that continuity. But at least in Samurai, we had continuity with like the RPM crossover. Even in Super Mega Force, they still went and acknowledged past seasons. It wasn't mm-hmm. the best, but you could still find that thread back to the original series. Mm-hmm. But Dino Charge just kind of erased all that. And I'm just scratching my head thinking, why? My biggest thing is like the whole Talon Ranger thing. There were so many hints and opportunities for them to use it. And there was everything, all the evidence was suggesting that they were going to use it. And we get Jason from Saban Brands saying, well, it's not for me to say that's for production to, to say, but it wasn't an arbitrary decision. Okay, so what was the decision? What was the rationale behind that? When you tease like a little behind the scenes thing like that, I want to know what the hell happened. Mm-hmm. That was one of the reasons I was so looking forward to Chiplin's panel at Paramorphicon, because by that time, the international spoilers were already out and fans did have questions. And it's like, okay, did he cancel the panel at the last minute just to avoid 
dealing with answering those questions, I know they have to keep up the brand. They have to keep up the image of the brand. They have to say, oh, well, you know, we got to make the kids happy and blah, blah, blah. And I know there's a positive spin that the production is always going to put on something because they have to defend their work. And I get that. Mm -hmm. But as a fan, I'm left wondering why were some of these choices made? There was comments I've seen this weekend from people. There were people with children that I followed that said, well, my kid liked it just fine. Well, that's great for your kid. But we as adult viewers and podcasters, I'm not reviewing it from a kid's perspective. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm reviewing it from my enjoyment of the series and what I want to see in a series. I'm Mm -hmm. not taking the whole it's a kid show into account because that is such a weak argument. It really is. Because there's plenty of kid shows that everyone can enjoy. That's not even really a factor, is it? No, it it shouldn't be a factor. We've got Netflix with Voltron, Legendary Defender, a show that's great for kids and it does have its humor and cute characters, but they're dealing with topics like, spoiler alert, you know, Pidge being a girl. There's stuff like that where they're tackling gender issues and, and science fiction in a mature way that doesn't talk down to children. Yeah, like Young Justice. Exactly. And hallelujah, Young Justice coming back for season three. Mm -hmm. Praise (laughs) the cartoon gods for that one. (laughs) Um, That's a fantastic show. And we also get cartoons like Steven Universe, which a lot of people like I haven't seen, but I've heard it's very inclusive and all that stuff. So my thing is children's television is in a constant state of evolution and right now it just seems like power rangers is stuck in that 1993 formula of storytelling that it just can't get out of it's not entertaining it sucks because even when the show has been not arguably not at its best super mega force or what have you i know there are people that love those seasons But even during its quote-unquote worst, in my eyes, I was still watching Super Mega Force week to week. Maybe I was seeing if there was a glimmer of hope that it could get better, or that there was a Mm -hmm. surprise cameo, or maybe it's entertaining watching a train wreck. But (laughs) for me, Dino Supercharge, and sure, I got married a few months ago, I've been busy, this and that, but... Even in my busiest times, I've always said, oh, man, I got got to watch that new episode of Power Rangers. I got to be there. And now I'm like, this whole season, I've always been like four or five episodes behind because I'm just like, yeah, it's not a priority for me right now. And I only force myself to watch them because we have to review them. Yep. Because we set that precedence (laughs) of reviewing them. And Mm -hmm. to me, that sucks. That's not entertaining for me as a fan. And it doesn't give me any enjoyment to nitpick these things. No. That's fine. If your kid liked it and if your kid was entertained, more power to you. Keep on watching. But for me, it's like I have to pick it apart because, one, that's what we do. But another is that I'm reviewing it for myself. I'm looking at this with the standards that that I have. Maybe my standards are too high for Power Rangers as it stands right now. But I know the show has been better. Even the first half of this season was better, the Dino Charge half. Which is, that's why I'm so confused. Yeah, Yeah, me me too. 
that first season, and I loved, I loved that Dino Charge season finale. They dealt with Sledge. It felt epic. We had a new ranger show up. And there was that buildup of like, oh man, what adventures are these guys going to have in this next season? Because that was epic. Yeah. And to come back and it just be this like filler crap. Mm -hmm. The whole first half of this second season was just comedic filler. I'm not even talking about good comedy. We've had more stuff in people's faces in this second half of the season than I think more times than even Bulk and Skull had crap flung in their faces. It was just like (laughs) fart jokes and just crap in people's faces, like pies and space drinks and all this ridiculous, like, potty humor. And it's like, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? You're in the end game for the season finale. Like, things should be ramping up. (sighs) I've said this on Twitter. I think we can criticize constructively and praise modestly. And what I mean by that is that when we criticize, we shouldn't be like, well, fire that writer and get rid of that person and screw Chiplin and blah, blah, blah. Because I've seen that. I've seen that. Mm -hmm. I've seen that this weekend and it's not great. We can constructively criticize. We can say, look, clearly something happened with the first part of this second half that just Mm -hmm. fell through. I am utterly convinced that there was something behind the scenes that happened that we're not aware of that affected the show somehow. Yeah. I'm sure there is, whether it's, uh, you know, corporate meddling from Nickelodeon or some other kind of constraint that was suddenly brought up. It's obvious they were going for a certain tone and a certain, you know, idea for the show, starting with the Dino Charge season. And then just for Mm -hmm. some reason, Super Dino Charge or Dino Super Charge, whatever, just fell apart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just some of the choices. Like, Tyler's dad is the worst. One of the worst characters in Power Rangers. And one of the worst parents in Power Rangers. Horrible. Absolutely terrible character. And it's things like that where they built up that whole search for the Aqua Ranger in the first half. And for it to be such a complete letdown, it was Mm -hmm. like, what happened? And I know, I know Chip is better than this. I mean, as an executive producer, we had in space. I mean, that, uh, it's, it's frustrating. It's really frustrating. We've had in space and time force from this guy. And yeah. I've seen some people have the excuse, well, well, he's been away from Power Rangers for a while. So he's finding his legs. And I, I don't get that for a second. It's no, no, that's an excuse. That's an excuse. A bad excuse of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's and, like riding a butt. It's something that he does for a living. You don't just forget how to do it. Right. They've had that Kiruger footage for like four freaking years now. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> there was clearly an arc that they were trying to set up in Dino Charge, and for some reason it completely fell apart. But we're not reviewing the series as a whole just yet. One of the other things that I saw flowing around on Ranger Board in, in the main discussion thread was that someone said, well, Saban doesn't care. I don't buy that for one thing. If Saban Brands didn't care, we wouldn't have someone as passionate as Jason Bischoff as part of the fandom being hired on. If Saban Brands didn't care, we wouldn't even have a show to begin with. We wouldn't have a Neo-Saban era. They have Mm -hmm. sunk millions and millions of dollars to bring back this franchise. 
And mm-hmm. yeah, the toy sales are doing good from what I hear. So it's not that Saban Brands doesn't care. Obviously, they have to care on some level because yeah. they are listening to the fans. We are getting products that we have been demanding. People demanded a Poissandra figure. They heard us loud and clear. They're making one. Mm-hmm. So they are listening to us. They do care about the fan base. And they have to care on some level about the show because if they didn't, the brand would fall apart. There'd be no mm-hmm. reason to sell toys. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Sab- Saban not caring is a complete falsehood because if they didn't care, they wouldn't have repurchased the rights from the show from Disney. And like you said, we would not have this Neo Saban era. Yeah. If they didn't care, we wouldn't have a show end of story. And mm-hmm. for people to just not see that is just ignorant. Yeah. Another thing, if they didn't care, they wouldn't have fired Jonathan Zakor and replaced him with Chip Lynn. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There was something where he screwed up enough, he was gone. Whether he blew the budget, whatever. Whatever behind the scenes, that's privy to production. If Judd Lynn wants to come back or Chip Lynn wants to come back on Ranger Board and and air grievances or or whatever, I don't think he's ever going to do that, considering, you know, he had a panel scheduled at PMC, which was canceled at the last minute. But on some way, they have to look at the adult fan criticism, too, because there are a lot of us, quite a few dedicated, hardcore, passionate fans that still watch this show week to week. And this just hit me, too. I mean, like, I knew it before, but the adult fans are now introducing their children, like younger relatives, all that kind of stuff to the show, too. And if you don't keep that part going, that's like a huge chunk of the younger fan base right there, too. Well, that's the thing. If the adult fan loses interest in the show, why would they introduce their kids to it? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing. Kids are exposed, and we've talked about this many times. Kids have Netflix at their disposal. There are kids going to conventions that know about Time Force and Mighty Morphin and Zeo. That's the thing. They're being exposed to these greater stories. In my opinion, hell, most of the Disney era is better than what we've gotten lately. And I'll take a, a Kalish explosion over what we got in Dino Supercharge. Mm-hmm. But going back to my original point, I think as fans and as adult fans, we can't attack each other regarding this show. We just can't do it. There are going to be some people that say, hey, you know what? It wasn't that bad. We have to respect each other's opinions. And I think the worst thing that we can do is start attacking each other based on our opinions. We can't do that. Yeah. If they think we're acting all childish and stuff, they're not going to listen to us anymore. Like, full stop. Right. So I've been name-dropping Jason a lot, but even he took to Twitter. He was defending the show. And he works for the show, I get it, he has to defend it, and I know he's a hardcore fan, and to me, that's great. If you can open your mind to different realities, and, I mean, hell, the first movie was an alternate Power Rangers universe. The new movie's gonna be its own universe. But, to me, I'm thinking, like, Star Trek. Like, you can have multiple iterations of a show, and still be within the same universe. And I think there's enough of that universal playground that you can play in without completely breaking it. And I think the finale of Dino Supercharge completely broke it. Mm-hmm. To where now we have to excuse it as, oh, it's a different timeline. They pulled it back to the future. Or, oh, well, that's just its own alternate universe. I don't want to do that. I want to feel like Tyler can be walking around and then stumble across Jason at a juice bar. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. I, I want to have that imagination and that ability to think, oh yeah, they can just cross over whenever. Because then you get something like Super Mega Force Legendary Battle, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. they showed, hey, Carter's still around saving lives in Lightspeed. He hasn't had much of a career change in 15 years, but by <laughs> God, he's doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Leo hasn't changed his outfit in 20 years, but whatever. Da- Damon's still wearing the mechanics outfit. Yeah, I mean, he... <laughs> <laughs> but just the fact that we saw those characters and they were coming back, no matter how Super Megaforce may have blundered that, as a fan, I was delighted to see those cameos, yeah. no matter how brief they were. But it just seems like Dino Charge... Dino Supercharged Finale did a big, like, middle finger to the continuity and was like, YOLO, we're doing whatever. And also, to end to end the series on a f***ing poop joke was just, I wanted to throw my computer across the screen. Like, they're like, oh, the, the Triceratops has stomach issues. You guys have to help me and clean it up. I'm like, really? You're ending on a f- fart joke to quote dr ian malcolm from jurassic park that is one big pile of <laughs> uh you're gonna wash your hands before you eat, <laughs> so my big thing is yeah i'm not happy about the dino supercharge finale there are a lot of people that aren't but we can't dismiss each other's opinions and we can't attack each other for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw one thing where it was like, oh, someone was sending me death threats because I, I didn't like the show. Really? Are you serious? Over f***ing Power Rangers? Go outside and live your life, for Christ's <laughs> sake. It's just, I mean, it, to me, it's like, man, just calm the hell down. Because mm-hmm. your life can't be that bad where your only source of enjoyment is Power Rangers. Because if it is, get help. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's I've seen similar things in like the Ghostbusters fandom or in other fandoms. If you let just the one thing be the one thing you do in life, I only do this thing. Eventually, it's just gonna wear you down, and you're be- you're gonna become this just complete. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you have to diversify. That's why I love so many different fandoms because oh, if something is going on in this fandom that I'm not really a fan of, I can ignore it and I can go and look at something else for a while. Mm-hmm. You have to pull away from the screen. You have to go outside, figuratively and maybe in some cases literally. You have <laughs> to just stop and take inventory of what's really important in your life. Is it so important that this show didn't exactly end the way you wanted it to? No, it's not that important. Granted, it is a disappointment. We can all agree it was a disappointment. But we can go look at other things. I can go watch Juoger and be entertained. Or I can go play Fallout that just had mods released on PS4, which is awesome, and play that for a few hours. I can go do other things and not be so obsessed with the one thing. Yes. That is my my rant. That is my rant. Yes. 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 Can, we, can, can we move on to uh, yes, questions? Yes, we, we can move on. Please. Yes, let's move okay. on from the, the ranting but section. I, I will say I'm very excited for the movie, bad or good. It's yeah, going to be something too. different. I'm still excited for Ninja Steel, maybe a little bit, because it's yeah. going to be new. I always yeah. love that excitement of a new Power Rangers season, like yeah. a new setting. Like, like, okay. Yeah. This series ended on a bad note, but at least we got the new series to look forward to. Hey, the new series is going great, uh, and then uh, the new series is starting to look kind of crappy, and the uh, new series ends badly. But hey, look, we got the next series to look forward to, and it just keeps going like a vicious cycle. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and we're all for it. So yep. that's what I wanted to talk about. Zach, great point to end on. 
So yeah. we are moving on to our Ranger Nation answers where we ask, we are doing a more laid back episode, as if you can't tell already. <laughs> so what are your questions for the RCPH hosts? On Twitter, John at the Ageless John asks, what are your favorite things to eat on Thanksgiving? And do you have any special Thanksgiving traditions? Ooh. Ooh. I will start. I love deviled eggs. They are my... <sighs> I know you can make them at any time, whenever, but my mom makes really great deviled eggs and I love them on Thanksgiving and I like cranberries, I like cranberry sauce. And I like the stuff in the can. I don't like the quote unquote real cranberry sauce. You like the jelly, yeah. I like the jelly. <laughs> I don't like the actual like, oh, I've made it from actual cranberries and you, look how you lumpy do it you. is. You huh? do you. I do me. I do me. <laughs> and... And pumpkin pie, like holy, oh, a good pumpkin so pie good. with Cool Whip on top. I'm, yes, I'm done. I'm done. Yes. Um, <laughs> as for traditions, uh, really, the only tradition that my family has is that I go there for Thanksgiving. I've never missed a Thanksgiving <laughs> with my folks. We're not into sports, so we're not watching the game or anything. Typically, we'll just watch movies that day. We'll have, like, a movie marathon. That's what I like to do during Thanksgiving. What about um, you guys? Well, my favorite thing to eat on Thanksgiving is probably mashed potatoes. Mm. I also realize that's not strictly a Thanksgiving thing, but if I don't eat a lot of mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving. Now, <laughs> now do you like buttery oh, and, mashed and, potatoes or do you put the gravy on the mashed potatoes? Uh, I like both, nice. but on Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving, it's gotta be gravy oh, and yeah. green beans, green oh. beans. I've always loved green beans. That's like my thing. I'm getting hungry now. But, um... <laughs> I can smell dinner cooking downstairs. My stomach is just like, what are you doing talking about food? <laughs> oh, and like a good dinner roll. Oh, yeah. Like a good dinner roll. Mm. Good roll, yeah. Any traditions? Any special traditions? Um, well, um, I mean, my whole extended family kind of gets together and we have like a massive Thanksgiving every year. That's like, awesome. I mean, like 20 plus people. Um, nice. And it's just always, like, a massive thing. There's a crap ton of food every time. Like, you can never... It's fantastic. And then we do... Uh, well, we also do it at uh, Christmas, like, kind of the same way. Oh, nice. So, on, uh, on Thanksgiving, we draw names from a hat for, like, our Christmas gift exchange. Oh, very cool. So... That's good. Gives you plenty of time to shop, too. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> except I always manage to get the gift the week before Christmas. So. <laughs> Every year. <laughs> Sounds like me, yeah. I hope I hope none of my family has discovered this podcast and is listening to that. <laughs> Terrible secret. Uh, Zach, what about you? You know, for me, I love stuffing oh, or man. dressing. Yes. Call it a really good... I'm not picky. Stovetop is probably yes, my favorite. Yes, stovetop. I don't care what anyone <laughs> says. I mean, yeah. yeah, you can make the homemade stuff, but a good stovetop, perfectly just fine box, for me. box of stovetop and just, I, I would eat a box of stovetop for dinner if I could, if it wasn't, you know, considered <laughs> weird. But yeah, I, I love stuffing. I love sweet potato with the marshmallow on top and, oh, and some cinnamon in it and mm, green preach. bean casserole. Green bean casserole with the with the mushroom soup and the crispy onions yep. on top. Yep. All of that, and I can't wait to have it uh, in a few days here. What I like to do is, I learned this from my dad, but, you know, normal people eat leftovers like you eat the meal again. 
I make a leftover sandwich, and how you do that is you take a slice of bread, you take some slices of turkey, you can take mashed potatoes for for you, AP. I like stuffing, so I take stuffing. Uh, um, and then you <laughs> take the top slice of bread, and then you just drown the whole thing in gravy. You mentioned this recipe before on the show. And it is so good. It yeah. is so yeah. darn delicious. <laughs> the only regret I have about having to, to be at the uh, the Doctor Who convention is I'm not home to make that sandwich. <laughs> so I always tell my mom, like, listen, don't let the relatives eat everything. Stick some stuffing aside for me. <laughs> I need to make my sandwich. And then Sunday night or Monday afternoon when I get home, that'll be my lunch. And I'm just like, ah, Nice. It's so good. As far as traditions, we do the whole, you know, everyone gathers before the meal and what were you thankful for this year and, and that kind of thing. Usually have my sister's in-laws also come join us. However, this year they're going to my brother-in-law's uncle's house because, like, they're having a big family thing over there. So it'll be a small-ish Thanksgiving here. But my grandma always cooks a ton of food, so I know we're going to have leftovers for a while, which is nice. I'm making the sweet potatoes with the marshmallows, and I'm also making the... The red lobster bay biscuits because yes yes yeah. those oh, are yeah. delicious yes. and now that i can make them at home i never have to go to red lobster <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong i would eat red lobster every day of the week i love seafood but those cheddar bay biscuits are amazing so that's kind of my thing for thanksgiving all right cool uh moving on the victory road podcast at victory road pod asked us out of all 802 Pokemon. Which one is your favorite? I already know my favorite. It's Scyther. He's my buddy in Pokemon Go. Love his cool razor blade arms and he's awesome. There. <laughs> Scyther. I would have to say Charmander. Probably because, um, well, when I was a kid and I first got like the Pokemon game for the Game Boy, I got Pokemon Red. Nice. And that was like my, I leveled that thing up so far. I had like a <laughs> level like level whatever the hell uh charizard at the end but um <laughs> it was like my favorite and then i also picked him as my starter for pokemon go i mean i quit playing after like a week but um <laughs> <laughs> i still really I, I like charmander so cool oh God, you know i've been pondering this question for hours <laughs> and it's just so difficult it's pick a favorite child you can't really do that not goldine like <laughs> No, um, <laughs> it's one of two. It's either Squirtle and that whole evolution line because I love yeah. I love water types. Water types are my favorite. Or it's Eevee because Eevee has such a great versatility to it that you can just make it any type that you want eventually. Those are my toss up in the air. I can't pick one. Magikarp? It's not Magikarp? <laughs> no. Sorry, I'm just naming all the dumb fish Pokemon right now. <laughs> Uh, moving on, our friend Chris at Toku Chris asked, if the powers of Axonar, an MMPR film, join forces, how much money could they swindle from two fandoms combined? Ten million dollars. Uh, <laughs> at least. <laughs> now, I mean, for anyone not initiated in regards to the whole Axonar thing, it's just a Star Trek fan film that this one egomaniacal fan of the show was able to raise $1.5 million two years ago and has nothing to show for it and is currently engaged in a lawsuit against CBS and Paramount. So, yeah. People who follow me on Twitter may see my retweets regarding that whole thing because... I was a donor for that, and yeah, I'm pissed. So, <laughs> thankfully, I did not participate in that MMPR film fundraiser, but that thing was like three years ago now and nothing to show for it, so. Mm. It's been longer than that, hasn't it? 
like three or four years. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been, it a, while. been a while. And all they have to show for that is two trailers. Yeah. And then uh, Mr. Uh, Mike at M. Lundstead responded to Chris and said, would that mean you'd see Alec Peters, he's the creator of XNR, at Power Morphicon with donations pay for his ticket? If I saw that guy anywhere near Power Morphicon, I would drop kick that son of a b- so hard that... I would somehow materialize my money back. I, I don't know. <laughs> you, would, you would literally kick it out of whatever hole he's hiding it in. Exactly. <laughs> so moving on, my wife, uh, Teresa at that G17 said, how do you think people would react for the new Power Rangers movie? Uh, what do you think would be the scenario for part two, which I assume is the second movie. Well, you can kind of already see what people's reactions are for the movie. Just Mm -hmm. open Mm -hmm. up Facebook and you'll see a wide range of disparaging and positive comments. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think the diehard fans are pretty anti-reboot, but there are those of us who are like, yeah, sure. Why not? It's something new. It's a new way to experience it. I think it's going to be sort of like a Ghostbusters type thing. I don't um, think it'll be nearly as divisive. Not as not as not as divisive, but same kind of like like scenario. Like not, like like not scenario. my Power Rangers kind of a thing. Yeah, 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 like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the mainstream will definitely support it because, I, like I said, when the, the first teaser trailer came out, I watched a ton of like, reaction videos to people reacting to it, and most every video I saw, people were like, "Yeah, this looks good. Okay, cool, let's do it." Yeah, like so I, like I, the trailer convinced them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As far as the scenario for part two, they have to do the Green Ranger. Um, yeah. yeah. There is no I mean, way they would not do the Green Ranger. That's pretty much a lock, I would think. Because if they <laughs> didn't, there's something wrong. Because it, it fits that typical trilogy mold where the second one is arguably the best out of all of them. Kind of like, in my head, I see the Rangers defeating Rita and then the teaser hook is like Lord Zed comes and picks up her green coin and says, I'm going to fight fire with fire or some, you know, line like that, where he ends up being the one to make a green ranger. Dude, if Zed shows up in the freaking oh. like, post-credit, <laughs> Man. I will lose my <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. Tommy Brevar Jr. at Kid Flash DBN said... What are your favorite and least favorite toku shows, including Power Rangers? Hands down, my favorite tokusatsu show, excluding Power Rangers, would be Garo and that whole franchise that has now developed. It's a very mature tokusatsu, very cool. Least favorite? I could see Ghost just because... That quickly descended into crap for me, and I just lost all interest, not even mm-hmm. a third of the way through, coming yeah. out and ghost. So, not a big fan of that one. Zach, what about you? Gosh, this is really uh, difficult. Least favorite, that's easy. Come on, it has to be Wizard. Uh, I watched the first ten episodes, and just it went nowhere. The characters were not likable. I just, I couldn't stand it. So so for me, my least favorite is Wizard. As far as favorite, it might be Gokaiju because it's the only one I've actually watched two times. Like, I watched mm. the whole series twice. Wow. Like, I mean, there are there are toku shows I really love. Like, I really love Kamen Rider Double, and I really love Gaim. I'm really enjoying X-Aid. I'm really enjoying Zhuoger, but Gokaiju, <laughs> I have watched the full series twice in a row. So, well, not in a row, but you know what I mean. Right, right. <laughs> and AP, I mean, you can skip this one if you want. Maybe. Well, no, no, you don't know my answer. Okay. You don't, you don't <laughs> no. know my life. All right. I'll you don't know my back. life. I, I'll tell you back. I'll tell you back. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... 
I honestly don't know what my favorite is. So I'm just going to say Power Rangers. I, <laughs> okay. he, said, he said including. So yeah. I mean, just Power Rangers. Yeah. Least favorite is also Power Rangers. But also, gosh, I don't want to say Gokaiger, but I'm going to say Gokaiger. As least favorite. Yeah. I could not get into it. Like I watched it. I watched like multiple episodes. Oh, um, hang on. So- there's, there's something in my back. Oh, ah, AP, is that your knife? Yeah. It, it is. <laughs> Okay. I, I'm going to need that back, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, I just, a lot of people love it. That's their opinion. I've tried, but I just can't, can't do it. Okay. I just don't see what the big deal is. <laughs> mm. Ow. <laughs> Ow. Ow. So Vince Ariola <laughs> at Bryce Packard, our good friend Vince, said very serious question. Should I order food tonight? Thanks for putting up with the fandom shenanigans for us. Uh, absolutely order food. You do you. Yeah. Don't starve. Yeah, I, like, I like how he's asking for tonight, but he won't know the answer until Saturday. So <laughs> that's what I actually responded to him on Twitter on our okay. Twitter account and like, uh, yeah, eat now because this, yeah. <laughs> this isn't releasing until Saturday. So do you it. Need, you need yeah, food, so dude. Just find out that Vince hasn't eaten since tonight because we never answered him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh man. <laughs> Dude, eat, order order the best food. Like order yes. order shrimp pizza. What? And oh, you guys haven't had shrimp pizza. Shrimp pizza is delicious. Shrimp pizza is delicious. Seafood pizza in yes. general. But no, order pizza and order tacos and order like everything. Or order like you can get over at the pizza place by my house, Gario's. Gario's pizza <laughs> and get a taco pizza and get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Mm, that does sound good. Order mega fries. <laughs> I don't know. Super mega fries. Mega fries. <laughs> Super mega fries. <laughs> oh, but seriously, do you do you know what I'm talking about? Or like, no idea no, what mega fries it's are. called something different usually everywhere, but it's like French fries covered in like multiple kinds of cheese and then bacon. Oh, like loaded fries. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Those are good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Man, there's so much. F- I'm like getting hungry. Yeah. Uh, like, I want to wrap this up so I can go down to dinner. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll plow through these. Joshua Aaron Moore at Kentucky Gym asked What have been each of your all's three favorite movies released in 2016? Okay. I, I think he means each of us three and not yeah. our Y'all threes. Yeah. He, it's. Yeah. It, Southern doesn't translate well into text, but yeah, he's saying, which of y'all three's favorite? You know, oh, you know, yeah. right, right, right. For me, Star Trek Beyond, hands down. That's been mm-hmm. my favorite in 2016. Ghostbusters. I just really liked Ghostbusters, like, uh, a lot. I, I still have to see it. I'll probably pick it up on DVD. You know, Ghostbusters is great. Don't get me wrong. I just saw Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them the other night, and I have never identified with a character more in my life than I've identified with Jacob Kowalski from that movie. So I think I got to go with Fantastic Beasts. Nice. I haven't I haven't seen that yet. So it's really good. I'm, I'm probably going to see it this sometime this week. So who the hell knows? Maybe that'll be my favorite movie you know, by the end of the week. But <laughs> I forgot that that was even a movie that was happening recently. That must have just slipped right under my radar. And I'm like, 
oh, that's out already? That was my reaction to it. Yeah, <laughs> my brother-in-law called me up and he's like, hey, so your sister and I, we're going to go see Fantastic Beasts and we have an extra ticket and my buddy bailed, do you want to go? And I said, yeah. And just watching it, the character Jacob, who's played by Dan Fogler, who is, is a really funny uh, actor, mm-hmm. but like that guy on screen, that is, if Zach was in the 1920s and was a muggle <laughs> who got exposed to magic, that is literally me. Like, I've never seen a character that is more literally me on screen in my life, except for maybe Parenthood, but that's because it was literally me. Um, But yeah, I I really enjoyed the movie. Great effects. There's a great twist at the end. Stories meet, and I just really love the whole character dynamic between the four main characters. That rundown is very good to hear. Yeah. I I went very spoiler-free with it because it's awesome. And you should see it. I will throw out one that I saw a couple weeks ago, Trolls. It was hilarious. Mm. Uh, the animation was great. The story and the jokes were hilarious. Great for kids and adults. It was very satisfying. It was a great movie. Cool. So that's one of my recommendations. All right. Oh, Vince, again, he asked, what is one quality that people brag about to others about you? Mine is my goofy humor and my accident proneness. (laughs) I think people brag that I'm a pretty good guy and I've got a good radio voice. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Why why is that so funny? That wasn't a rude laugh. Okay. You would know if it's a rude laugh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I would hope so. But no, I I think that's what people think about or brag about me to others. I would would say you're a good guy. Yeah. Oh, thanks. No, like seriously. Oh, thank you. Like you're pretty, you're a good friend. You're a good man, Eric Berry. (laughs) All right. Sorry, I just... I just had uh, theater flashbacks from junior high school. <laughs> Zach, what do you think other people brag about um, you to others? I know one of the things I always get is people are always talking about how much they love my sense of humor and, and my entertainment quality. And I, that's one thing I do love about myself is I love to entertain and I love to make people laugh. And I love to just cheer people up as best I can. Some of the best times in my life are when I'm recording this and entertaining people or when I was doing karaoke and entertaining people or when I'm acting in movies and entertaining people. I just love to be that fun guy who who makes people happy and makes people laugh. And you are that, Zach. You are. You, you are. Oh, shucks, you guys. <laughs> what about you, AP? I guess I would have to say, like, my sense of humor. I have, like, a... I don't want to say dry sense of humor. I would. But I, 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 I would. would. <laughs> I, I would say that, maybe. Um, people people have complimented me on that, and, like, they, they seem to like that. But, um... And also just like my, gosh, I don't even know the word for it, but like the way that I think, I guess. You're like, like my like brain, like my smarts. You're, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. smarts. Yeah. And like when people get to know me, they just seem to like, like me, like I'm a pretty good friend. So. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So. That's 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 good to hear. But no, I mean <laughs> you totally have a sarcastic, dry sense of humor. Yeah, Absolutely. and it's fantastic. <laughs> it's it's one of the best qualities you have. I always look forward to whenever we get to talk, and it's about anything that we both love. Like if we're talking about Winona Earp, or we're talking about Supergirl, and you're just like, yeah, no, this is terrible. Or like you know, you're you're just the way you have your your sense of humor and your sarcasticness is is great. <laughs> or like I have like a corny sense of humor sometimes too. 
It, yeah, it can be. That's just, that's the puns. Just, yeah. yeah. Oh, My the awful puns. puns. <laughs> like, I can't, sometimes I just can't resist. <laughs> Josh, no clever name in parentheses, at Rider Ranger 335 asked, are there any goals you are trying to achieve in 2017? Just surviving, basically, at this point, I think is an admirable goal for yeah. anyone. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, because of Trump, right? Well, well, not just Trump, no. but I mean, like, the general climate of the world these days oh, is yeah. exceedingly negative, and yeah. as an optimist, it's getting harder and harder to just live in this world, so just surviving 2017 is good enough for me. Okay. Like, living your life, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And not in a negative way. I mean, I don't think that's really what you're trying to get at. Just right. Like, I'm just saying, like... Just, like, enjoying your life. Enjoying yeah, your life to yeah. the fullest. Like, that's it what is, I want to achieve in Exactly. It, it's getting harder and harder for people to enjoy things without being told, oh, well, that's stupid. Oh, that's dumb. That's childish. Why do you do that? Yeah. Why don't you I, grow up and get an interest in politics? <laughs> because politics are scary right now. I don't want to... <laughs> No, Why do you think that, I go that, play that. Fallout 4 for five hours at a time? It's not so I can waste time. It's so I can prepare for the future. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm, like, internally crying right now. Um, okay, well, I'm having a mild panic attack. It's fine. I, I think my goals are a little bit more than just surviving the year. Why make it sound so negative? Well, I'm just like, I mean, it, it is. It's like, holy just survive 2017. That's like, like just the best way to describe it. I mean, it's not like <laughs> we're just like enjoying life. Like that's what I want to oh, do. Okay, okay, good. It's just enjoy life in 2017. Okay. That's my goal. Okay, that's always that's always my goal. I just want to enjoy life. That, you know? That's a great goal for me specifically in 2017. I'm hoping for better opportunities in the work sphere. Me too. Uh, that, that's another goal. Yes. <laughs> also, my lease is up in May, so finding a nice place with my wife would be pretty awesome to achieve. Ooh. And going on a honeymoon would be nice, like a really yeah. quality trip. So right now, those are the three things. And always just keeping the podcast going, and we're doing great stuff, so... Yeah. Yeah. And then finally from Twitter, in parentheses, short named Uchi, Anime Redneck 96, uh, what are you all looking forward to in the holidays and for the new year? Uh, that kind of goes with the goals. But for the holidays, I just want to enjoy the holidays with my family and my new extended yeah. family and to find Ninja Steel, maybe. <laughs> Toys. Yeah. Yeah. Or those last effing four charger packs for the god black and gold. Where the hell are they? Those are the only four toys I need left to complete Dino <laughs> Eric, don't cry. <laughs> so, so I want I, I want to find those. I want to find those. I'm looking forward to decorating the house with my cousin now that my cousin lives with us because we're going to make this place look like a Griswold family Christmas. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I would so want to go over there just to see the plug-in lights and like. Another thing I'm looking forward to in the holidays and the new year is just more episodes of my favorite TV shows. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I just sometimes that winter hiatus is awful. You guys, oh my god! When this airs, the next week will be the four-part DC crossover event. Yes. Did you see I, the posters? Did you see the posters for that? I did, and it combines to form the, the 
fucking Hall of Justice. I'm so behind on DC. It's oh, bad. it's so good. The only, the only ones I'm really watching, I didn't really watch Legends of Tomorrow last season, but this season I have been. Mm-hmm. Like, just because, I guess. But Supergirl is effing amazing. Yeah, it is. As always, but it's literally, like, amazing this season. And then... Oh, uh, yeah, I was I'll be watching the whole thing, even even Arrow, despite the fact that I haven't watched yeah. it at all this season. I yeah, will still watch too. for this crossover. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Supergirl. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to Facebook, Robbie Eleanor asked, uh, just because I'm the kind of guy that has a fave everything, top five even... What are your fave Rangers of all time? Any season? Mine are Tommy, either Green or Red Zio, Zane, Int, Silver Space, number three, West, Red Time Force, four, Chase, Black Dino Charge, and five, Trent, White Dino Thunder. It seems like he's leaning more towards characters, base instead of just the suits. Top five, no particular order, Bridge, SPD, I identify with him just on a comedic level. Billy, MMPR, and because I said so in my interview with Jason from Saban Brands, I'm going to throw Jason and Tommy in there. But Tommy as Dr. O as a character. Yeah, yeah as mentor yeah. Dr. O. Do- Do- Dr. O, yeah. Tommy. And then last... Da- Dax from Operation Overdrive. No. Good, no. <laughs> No. I'll say Eric from Time Force. Namesake and all that. Yeah. Mm. Pretty good character. Uh, what about you guys? Billy, yes. Bridge, yes. Xander from Mystic Force, because I always like a smooth-talking kind of character, and he was always trying to be smooth. Jason, yeah, because, I mean, come on, you have to have the original Red Ranger in there. Sure. But uh, I think for number five, probably Adam. I really liked Adam. Oh, yeah. Great character. Okay, mine, in no particular order. Kendall from Dino Charge. Cassie from, like, everything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Turbo, Space, Mm -hmm. whatever else she appeared in. Kelsey from Lightspeed Rescue. I have to. Like, at this point, I'm obligated. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Mentor Dr. O. Yep. Okay, that's... Is that four? I think that's four. Yeah. Taylor from Wild Force. Nice. Mm-hmm. Juan Carlos Sanchez asked, if you can turn any season into a comic or cartoon slash anime, what would you choose? Uh, SPD. Yeah, yeah, SPD. Yeah, that has to be SPD. Lightspeed Rescue also would be a good one. Uh, yeah. yeah. I would say that, an SPD, but like also maybe Dino Thunder. I just feel like that might be a... That would be a good one, too, yeah. yeah. Like, the dynamic they had going on in that season, I feel like it might translate well to oh, like yeah. a car. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Tyler Oakley asked, if you had to swap arms with one RPM Ranger, who would it be? You know, I, I would like Dylan's arms. I think he's pretty cut. So if I could just switch my arms with him, that would be nice. I don't know what this question is. I don't know what it does is it either. Mean, does it mean weapon arms? No, I, I think like it means arms? actual physical, like, if I cut my arm off at the shoulder and get a, like, RPM I'm a little, range. I'm a little worried and also confused. But yeah, I have to go with Dylan because also wasn't he part robot? So like he has robot strength. Yeah. So yeah, I I gotta go with Dylan because then I can just like start (laughs) lifting stuff like crazy. I would go with that too, I guess. <laughs> oh my god! I'm bionics. just imagining AP oh. with like giant man arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd so, be hilarious. Uh, but if we're going with if we're going with weapons, <laughs> like arms as in weapons, I, I I'll go that route too. I do like the the rail saber that the Red Ranger had. Mm. I like the axe, the Green Ranger's axe. I don't know what any of the weapons were, so... 
It's I didn't really Wait, watch. Green Ranger yeah. did have an axe rider. Am I thinking of Tokuger? No, Green. He had, a, he had an axe. Yeah, Green I, Ranger I know, had I know that axe. much. Yeah. <laughs> Tokuger just borrowed from it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to Ask FM, you can ask us a question anytime for questions from Ranger Nation segment at ask.fm slash Ranger Command PH. And we've been holding on to some of these for a couple months. We'll answer them now. An anonymous person asked, I think we can all agree that Dino Supercharge has been a bit of a disappointment after how great Dino Charge was. What would you consider to be the biggest contributing factor to that? I have to go with the writing. Yeah, that's probably the biggest factor is just the writing seemed to go downhill. Yeah. Okay, I think we um, can agree. I also think maybe this sort of has to do with the writing, but just like the high bar that the Dino Charge season set. Yeah. I feel like it just, from there, how much I enjoyed that season, it would have been hard to top that in general, probably no matter what they did. So they, no, no, they I did no, more I'm than a, they did. <laughs> yes, no, I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm agreeing with that too, but okay. that was also probably a factor. Moving on to our next question, someone asked, "Do you miss pop culture references in Power Rangers? Stuff like Cassidy calling Kira wannabe Avril, Ernie mentioning Batman and Gotham City, Mara mentioning Britney Spears, and all that good stuff. Why do you think we don't get these anymore? Yes, I, I do miss pop culture references in Power yeah. Rangers. It, yeah, this, this came up." last episode when we did our riff track of I Love Lothor, how we just was like, man, remember when Power Rangers did pop culture references? That was so good. Yeah. I I know I've mentioned, I've mentioned like pretty much exactly this a couple times on the show. Oh yeah. But it seemed like they were bringing it back with the whole like Ghostbusters reference. I think it was in the first episode of Dino Charge. Oh yeah. Yeah. There um, was that. And then it just like never really happened again. Well, also kind of like this whole selfie phenomenon with Tyler, which was Mm -hmm. another trait that just disappeared in the second half. Mm-hmm. That's not really a character trait, taking selfies. But, I mean, it was kind of the thing that he did. And he did, like, once when his dad was stuck in a cave with him. And he's like, oh, look, I'm next to lava, so I'll just take some selfies while I'm here. I do miss pop culture references. I think it keeps Power Rangers grounded in our decade or our year. I don't know why they don't name drop anymore. I still think kids would be smart enough to get it. Kids listen to pop music. And, hell, when Mara was mentioning Britney and Chris. Christina, they were pretty big pop idols, even for teenagers and kids back then, 10 years ago when mm-hmm. Britney Spears was more of a pop idol for kids still. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know why they couldn't just mention like Miley or whoever. Mm-hmm. I think we don't get them anymore because maybe they want to make Power Rangers a little bit more timeless and not dated, but... At the same time, the way that people regard the show nostalgia-wise, it's always going to be dated to the 90s. So mm-hmm. I don't have a good answer for that. <laughs> and then finally, Matt Markadasis asked, uh, this question is for Eric. I know you're a big fan of Survivor. Would you and Teresa ever go on a blood versus water season and experience it together? I would love to do something with her adventurous like that, whether it's like on a reality show or not. I just know my limits physically. I would not be able to survive on Survivor. I would be there like two days and like, get me the hell off this island. Whether it's like being eaten (laughs) by bugs or the weather or the people even with my wife there i'd be like get me the out of here (laughs) (laughs) i think if i were to pick a reality show to do with her i think the amazing race would be amazing as (laughs) as a couple it's kind of got that survivor element to it but 
I also like traveling, so I think that would be an amazing reality show to be a part of. Mm-hmm. And I don't know a lot of reality shows that have a chance for a couple of people that know each other to compete with each other, aside from the Survivor Blood versus Water or The Amazing Race. So Legends of the Hidden Temple. Or that. Yes. I would do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> like a good Nickelodeon, oh my god, family double dare. That would be cool. Yeah, that's yes. a good one. <laughs> Taking it back old school. That's also what I was going to say, but then I said Legends of the Hidden Temple, so... Yeah, I want to open this up with you guys. What, maybe just in general, what reality show would you want to be a part of? Family Feud. Oh, that's that's a good one. Family Feud or Wheel of Fortune, because I'm, like, real good at Wheel of Fortune. Same. Yeah, Wheel of Fortune, the best one I ever solved was the puzzle was star and roll, and it had one letter on the board, and I got it, and I was like, that was awesome. <laughs> nice. But yeah, Wheel of Fortune I'm really good at. When I was a kid, I always wanted to be on the real world. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but like for some reason, that seems like a thing. But like now as an adult, I'm like, eh, hey, forget the real world because you don't get a monetary prize. Put me on Big Brother. Yeah, that, I was going to say, I was waiting for you to mention Big Brother. What other reality show would I be on? I know there's got to be another one. Hmm. Steven Seagal, Lawman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'd be worried if you said like cops or something. It'd be like, well, yeah. as a as someone getting arrested or <laughs> all right. Uh, the voice would be probably cool. I'd, I'd do the voice because I, I I can sing. I just hardly ever get to. I would do that if I could like sing better. I like watching the voice. I know I would fail horribly at it. Nobody would probably vote for me, even if I could sing. I feel like I wouldn't be the person that people vote for. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, any final parting thoughts for our listeners in regards to anything that we talked about on the show today? We covered uh, a lot, which is good. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> yes. Fandom, you better check yourself. Yeah, please, for the love of God, get a <laughs> hobby. Uh, yes. I gotta go back to that point, because just seriously, the end-all, be-all of your existence yes. is not a kid show. Yes, no. <sighs> Watch Supergirl, because yes. it's a freaking good show, and it's amazing this season. I'm mad at Maggie, though, so they better resolve that. Well, quick. it starts in five minutes, so I need to watch it. Yes, we oh, need to go. Okay, well, we, we are wrapping this up right now. Ranger That's why you wanted to start early. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay, okay, okay. Let, let, let me get it. Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com. Or you can check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph. Facebook and Instagram at rangercommandpowerhour, all one word. Check us out. Give us your feedback. We always post to Ranger Board, Toku Nation, all that good stuff. So catch us on there. And I want everyone to enjoy their Thanksgiving weekend. Hug a family member. Hug your cat. Whatever you got to do. Feel the love. Eat some good food. And watch some good Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> And don't forget, Cyber Monday is coming up. Save your pennies because stuff's going to be ridiculously cheap. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Until next time, we'll catch you later. See you. Bye. Bye. See you in December. (laughs) You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Com. Follow us on Twitter at Ranger Command PH and like us on Facebook 
facebook.com slash ranger command power hour this is trucky b47 from the ranger command power hour and you are listening to the four-eyed radio network ranger command is now on patreon become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks by pledging you are helping us make our show even better Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks 